Hi, my friends. Welcome to Sort of Brilliant, a show where the characters are made up and the sorting absolutely does matter. My name is Rachel. And I'm her best friend and co-host, Lauren. Every other week, we're going to invade a fandom and determine whether your favorite character belongs in Gryffindor, Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw, or Slytherin. We're the Harry Potter podcast that talks way more about any other franchise. Here, we use the sorting structure from Harry Potter as a common language without supporting the author or her beliefs. As for the sorting itself, there's bound to be some arguments along the way. But in the end, we're always right. According to us. Uh, according to us. It's like you're always stuck in second gear when it hasn't been your day, your week, your month, or even your year. But Sort of Brilliant will be there for you. Because <laughs> you're there for us, too. <laughs> What's up, guys? We just all came out of a fountain that we were just jumping in in Central Park. Mm-hmm. So give us a moment to dry off. We are back for part two of our Friends episode, so Friends Stravaganza. I'm joined by Lauren. Hello. And Trisha. Hi. What up? Thanks for having me again. <laughs> Thanks for coming back. We didn't scare you off. You no. Like, never mind. I don't <laughs> want to do the second Friends episode. No, not at all. I was, I'm so excited. Did you have any preparation anxiety for this one? Um, I actually thought about it a lot more. Wow. But it did not help me come to any conclusions <laughs> <laughs> any better. So <laughs> I, I oh. did write some stuff down, though. Hey. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yes. I didn't do that at all. You've never done <laughs> that in your life. Have. Hey, I did once. You are oh. you're professionals. <laughs> we don't need to write stuff down. No. That's right. <laughs> Lauren used to have notebooks filled with pages. I did. I and she'd read them off notebook. and she'd go... Oh, he, I, I have here, uh, and she push up her glasses. <laughs> in, um, this in subsection B two, I actually see that he's a Slytherin. <laughs> it was exactly like that. That's a fl- flattering impression. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you guys know Trisha now. You know how smart she is, and oh you know she has good taste because she loves friends. So, I mean, lucky you that she came back, and we didn't scare her away. Yes, very easily could have. I'm blushing. Who have not returned? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm just happy I can see you, (laughs) Trisha. Camera is working. working. Although, don't scare it. Don't jinx it. You're absolutely right. Uh, I don't see you. In fact, never mind. Um, So today we're doing the three lovely ladies of friends. Last week we did Ross, Joey, and Chandler, and we had no Ravenclaws, right? No. It was a Slytherin, Hufflepuff, Gryffindor. Yep. So, Ravenclaw House, Trisha, mm-hmm. you need some representation. What's going on? Why are you guys hiding? I, uh, we're the most <laughs> underrepresented house, I think. Who's your favorite Ravenclaw? Everyone wants to be you, in but media. they're not, you know? Oh, favorite Ravenclaw in media? Yeah, and it doesn't have to be like, you know, it's Luna Lovegood. Like, you're like, this person's a Ravenclaw. Well, what characters do you relate to? Do you have any that you're it just doesn't like, oh, necessary. I relate to a ton of Gryffindors. Mm. Yeah, and the sorting hat will put you in Gryffindor. So. No, I <laughs> am very Lorelai from Gilmore Girls. Oh, I love. Her. Okay, and what do you have? You sorted her? No, we haven't done Gilmore Girls. Just in my head. <laughs> oh, what do you, can you say? What do you think she I is? can't say because we're going to do it later. Oh, no. say, Are we? I'll tell you later. Okay. <laughs> is that going to be? Have you watched that whole show, Rachel? Yeah, I never have. Including so I either that have last to. season. I either have to. What's a show? <laughs> yeah, Trisha made the same phase as me. We we're both like. Ooh, <laughs> Ever, I did not like how they ended it. I don't want to watch it because I'm going to hate Rory. I know it. I know it. Oh, Everyone hates it. Rory. And she's the I main don't character. I hate Rory. 
don't hate Rory? No. Okay, that just goes with the trend of every Ravenclaw we've had on. Like, <laughs> loves the people we don't. So it you ju- just fit so well in your house. My cat. Um, she's a goody two shoes. Yes, I didn't know that. I didn't know yeah, your but cat. Rory was... is a great name, like Doctor <laughs> Who, Rory. True. But I don't know about Gilmore Girls, Lori. She's uh, Rory. you don't like that Rory either. <laughs> talk about that. Rory hate. You hear that? I like that name though. I really do, especially when you say it with the British accent, Rory. <laughs> <laughs> See that it's great. Now that What's you pointed that name? out, Logan. My other, na- yeah, Logan. Is that from Veronica Mars? No, it's the Gilmore Girls. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so you just really love Gilmore Girls? All right. Before Supernatural, it was like, so it was always Friends was my favorite show, and then mm-hmm. Supernatural came along, and um, I actually watched Supernatural because of Gilmore Girls, and mm-hmm. so Gilmore Girls, oh, I love Jared. Yeah, and then I didn't friend. like Jared and Supernatural. So it's <laughs> funny how that works, but uh, yeah, and I don't even necessarily ship Rory and Logan. I just thought they were two good cat names. They are. I liked Logan actually, but I, I liked her with the the Milo Venda. What? Yes. Yeah, I like that's that. his name though. That's how me and Kyle say it too. I can't say it. Milo Milo Venta Oh, I know who you're talking about. I think it's Italian and I'm Italian and I can't say it, so I'm allowed to buy it. You're a it. fake Italian. <gasps> My cat just bit me. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I hear you talking about me. You're not giving me any any uh any monetary compensation. He hears this Rory hate over here and he's getting defensive. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I love your name. I'm gonna not move a muscle. <laughs> <laughs> what house is Rory in? My cat or yeah. <laughs> Oh man, I don't know. He's, I don't know. He's a big snuggler, but like personality wise, he's he's not the nicest cat in the world. <laughs> oh, Slytherin. Maybe. Mm, sounds like a Hufflepuff if he likes cuddling. Just kidding. Logan is like, the, I just like to do Slytherin hate for Lauren because she gets like so inwardly upset when I do it. Because you're like, I'm show. not biased. And then you spit all this bias shit at me. Yeah, well, Slytherins are my favorite house, so why don't you Kate Bishop's it? too bubbly to be a Slytherin. I'm like, why can't we be happy people? I don't understand. Because it takes away my love for you when you are. <laughs> <laughs> I like the grumps. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, well, I like the um, <clears throat> the grumpy, broken Gryffindors, so it's no fun when they're I know, healthy. that's why you like me. I know. Uh-huh. I get it. Yeah, uh-huh. You're not bubbly, Lauren. So our friendship works. You see? <laughs> you see? Uh, we've actually, I've been watching this like horrifying show on Apple TV, um, Servant. It's like, it's an M. Night Shyamalan mm. show. Mm-hmm. And the woman comes into the house and she's babysitting the child, but it's a doll. It's like a reborn doll. And you have to figure out why that shit's happening. And the girl who plays the babysitter, who's like really scary, she's really, really pretty also. And me and George have been watching and going, oh my God, she looks like Lauren. So you have to Google her. Yeah, because she sometimes, Lauren, when you get into like a really deep state of thinking, you like look, right? And you what? don't, you don't like emote, care to emote for other people. And this girl does that. And I mean, there's a reason behind her. There's a reason she's like that. And she gets less like that. But when she's just kind of staring at something and you see her thinking, I'm like, oh, shit, that's the Lauren thinking face. So we're just like, I know that's the Lauren thing. <laughs> so she doesn't look anything like me. She's just um, you gotta see her also on the show. emotionless. She does. Okay, huh? She's just also mm-hmm. emotionless. 
You're not emotionless. <laughs> She's not either. It's just the thinking stare. You guys have the exact same expression with the thinking stare. All right. You ever seen Lauren's thinking stare? No. One time at a con before she was like really, really into them. We were um, at karaoke or something or whatever. And me and a bunch of other people were like, let's just move up, even though we didn't pay for it. Let's just fucking go. Who cares? No one's monitoring this. And Lauren was like, no, I paid for this seat and I'm going to sit here. And I was like, no, just come with us. And she's like, no. And she did not give an explanation. <laughs> she just looked at me and went, no, I won't be doing that. And I was like, wow. I don't remember. <laughs> you don't remember that? <laughs> I made um, I made one of our friends go try to grab you. And I was like, maybe she just doesn't want to listen to me. And you didn't listen to her either. <laughs> I would also do that, by the way. Would you? Yeah, I would not move up. Sometimes Where are my rule breakers at? It's not, it's not breaking. I love breaking rules. Sometimes I get something in my head and I'm just like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> what I what I like and admire about both of your houses is the like not you don't have the need to people please. Mm-mm. Like you don't you just don't have it. Mm-mm. And I'll sit here and I have to fill the silence in a room and I have to keep everyone's but like I, I have to. And you guys just Mm-mm. you don't care. No, people I don't me. have any of that. Yeah, people ask me all the time because I'll like be in a conversation. I'll just be listening. And then some people are like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm just listening to everything. They're like, well, you weren't talking. Yeah. And you, I usually hear you talk a lot. And I'm like, yeah, sometimes I do that. And some, I, there was nothing for me to say here. I'm <laughs> just listening. <laughs> like, There's always something to say. Oh, uh, no. no. <laughs> There's always something to say. No. <laughs> you can't just, I, I don't know. I think I'm also a good listener, but I like don't. I can't not be expressing an emoting, and I, I don't know. Uh, I, well, I mean, I that's part of like. Um, I think this is really like well um, demonstrated in conversations with Misha. It doesn't have to be Misha specifically, but because autos are so fast, you get like that little mm-hmm. snapshot of like a minute or two, mm-hmm. and you have to get it all in. And so people act very the way they are in that like pressurized moment or whatever. Right. And I, the way that I talk to him is that I'm sitting there waiting for him to complete a sentence so that I can answer that entire sentence. But mm-hmm. when I go up there with you or Hannah or my friend Janine, who's a Hufflepuff, and I go, behind, I'm like standing behind you, so I'm still part of the conversation. You guys are always cutting him off. <laughs> I'm always like, I want to hear the rest. I've, I've never once cut that uh-huh. man off. <laughs> I have not. I haven't. You absolutely. I did. Have. I did every time. <laughs> Even when we go for photo ops, I'm like. Just do what I said. The only time I've ever seen you shut up during a photo op is when Alex Calvert was there and you went catatonic. So I don't know what's it. Why? Why Alex? She thinks he's very attractive. Well, he is. And, yeah. And to be fair, I threw, she'd never met him before and she showed up for DC Con um, like last second because they were doing the Jensen Mishy panel because Jared was indisposed. And um, indisposed. Um, and they, <laughs> so she came down on Sunday last second. And I managed to find a Misha Alex op last second. to pull her in. I don't remember any of this. And happening. I was just going to be with Misha and have her go with Alex. So I told her like right before. And she was like, I'm not doing it. And I guilted her because I spent $250. So I dragged her in there. And, <laughs> and I felt so bad because Alex was on the closest side. And that's my side. So I was like, can you switch with Misha? So I didn't interact with Alex at all. I just pushed Rachel over to him as he moved. <laughs> And Rachel apparently also did not interact. With her. <laughs> not a word. Not a fucking word. But you can see the photo op. She's on him like. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see it. 
<laughs> I saw Lauren went to pick it up and she brought it back with Hannah and I'm like on the floor. Like I'm fucking, uh, I'm like recovering from it and she comes back and she goes, look how scared she was. <laughs> And I'm like, never show it to me. Never and show then you it made to it your me. phone background. I did. I did. That but I like well, only her and Alex. I put an emoji over myself. Oh, my oh yeah, you guys don't need to be in that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when I met Alex, I think I only did offs with him once, and it was one of his first conventions. And Aww. so he was still like, he didn't really know how yeah. everything was going, and we wanted him to do like this complicated like heart hand emoji, <gasps> but like this. So like he was yeah. doing two halves and I was doing one half. My friend was uh-huh. doing the other half and he was so confused. But then when he got it, he was like so proud of himself. Oh. He was like, I'm totally getting this now. Oh. And I'm like, good job. You did good. I, I, had, one of, I, I had one of those experiences with him too. Like one of his first, I think it was indie. It's so prob- it was, yeah. Well, yeah. I was going to say, was it Chicago? Because it, I've only ever been to Chicago and Toronto. So I think it was indie, which was like right after Chicago, but it was a giving back con. So there was also no like Jared and Jensen to distract. Uh, yes. So he probably got a lot more photos. And um, I brought my friend who is a real life person and who I made get into Supernatural to bring my first ever convention. And Mm -hmm. it was the five year reunion. So I dragged her to another one and she fell in love with Ruth and Alex. And I was like, "Okay, we'll go get a photo op with Alex. And I was like, you choose what you want to do with him, because I'm going to I've been to a million of these. I'll be to a million more. Like, I don't need like you you can choose the the picture. And she was and she's a sorority girl. So she's like, can we do the fake laugh pose where you all like lean in and do like the fake laugh or whatever? (laughs) I was like, yeah, okay, you explain it to him. So she did (laughs) it. And he did it twice because he, he looked at Chris and was like, that was so ugly. Like, I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> and my friend liked the first one. So she gave that to him to sign. And he's like got his entire head thrown back. So it's like just his neck. <laughs> and he drew a skull and crossbones over it and was like, I don't know why you showed this to me. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yes. I love him. I really, I, uh, I don't want to talk about this anymore. So, uh. <laughs> She's going to see me get in April. <laughs> You're going to be there, right? Eh? Yeah. Yeah, we both are. She I genuinely... Did super Canadian thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you be there, right? Um, no, she genuinely, after that op to, like, she said that she was laying down on the floor. That also was an exaggeration. It was at DC Con, which if you've never been to that hotel, Trisha, they have to walk through the regular hallway to leave the op room. And it's very, very narrow. So there's only one way to go. And it's like a conference room in between between the hallways. So a ton of people hang out in that conference room area. Um, So right after the op, there was a panel. So everybody else was in the panel. And we left the op and went back to the conference room because that's where like our base was or whatever. And Rachel got down on the floor and was like doing whatever she needed to do to gather herself. And I was like, (laughs) Rachel, Misha and Alex are coming this way. (laughs) And the speed at which she like jumped to her feet. (laughs) That's great. It was pretty fantastic. So Canada, I'm teaching my students about Canada right now. I didn't know you guys were divided into regions. Really interesting Are you kidding me? I did not know that. You didn't know that? How many regions and what are their names? I don't fucking <laughs> I don't fucking know them. either. What do you mean regions? British Columbia, like Ottawa, Saskatchewan, Saskatchewan. Okay, okay, are you talking about provinces? Yes. No, yes. regions. Oh, there's provinces within the regions, no? First I've heard of regions, I don't know. British Columbia, Saskatchewan, Ontario, Vancouver. Mm-mm. That's from Supernatural. It's in British I don't Columbia. Know anything about that. Great. Then you have like little ones on the right side <laughs> on your east coast. Okay, so everything you yeah. named so far is a province. 
So that's oh, why. I'm so a- we need to tell our American social studies uh, textbooks to fix that. Then. Well, maybe I'm wrong because I'll, like I'm so bad. I've geography, only ever heard them be provinces, but regions like I don't know. <laughs> you guys I, have something sure. called region is a like prairie north, land. Region is like northwest, southeast. Are you familiar with this prairie land? You have prairie lands, okay? And in the um, American <laughs> in the middle of the like, Canadian. And, and in these prairie lands, they have cowboys and the most dinosaur bones found anywhere ever. Albany. Not Albany. Um, Alberta? Alberta. Yeah. Is that the prairie land? That's where they are, yeah. That's where the cowboys they are. They didn't say Alberta. They said the prairie land. Okay, Alberta is where <laughs> the cowboys are. So. <laughs> yeah. And then you have a place like Alaska where it's like it gets dark for like 30 fucking days and that's pretty Do you cool. know Alaska's next door to Canada? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know because one of my students said, that sounds like Alaska. And I was like, it's probably close. Let's look on a map. And it was right there. <laughs> when I went to Las Vegas with my sister and my aunt, they we got in like a cab and the cab driver was all interested about us being from Canada and was like, <laughs> so like, what state are you from? And then we're like, Ontario. And then it's like, Okay, so like, what states border Ontario? <laughs> oh my god! Me and my sister and my aunt all looked at each other and we're like, Quebec's on one side, but I don't know what's on the other side. And like, it, that's so opposite of Americans because like, I feel like American like geography and everything to do with America so, is like, n- like totally drilled into your heads from early ages because you're such a proud yeah. country. And like, he could not understand how we didn't know what province <laughs> yeah. was next to us. So, but it's Manitoba. Okay. Oh, Manitoba. One of the things about, and this is, it's different state by state, but this is, it's pretty common in a lot of states. And it was true for Illinois, which is where I grew up, is that we have to pass something called a constitution test to go into ah. high school, which is no, that, we did you not all, have that in New York. you have to prove that you understand the government. <laughs> and, also, wow. and that means also like knowing the states. And actually there's a song that you can sing called the 50 state song that lets you name all of them in alphabetical order. Is and that I've from known like that the, uh, was, like. And What's that show? It's a cartoon. Oh, Animaniacs. Um, yes. Oh, that? I was going to say School of Rock, but no, I, I don't think the it's Animaniacs have a state song too. Oh no, yeah. they have a country song. No, they have a state one too. Pretty sure. I don't know. I, the one I know is the country song. It could I don't be know. countries. Like I said, we didn't have shit like that in New York. They were like, uh, "Did the Pilgrims fucking kill people?" All right, go to ninth grade. <laughs> the Pilgrims come up again. I see. They are my enemy. <laughs> they are my enemy. I figured, Lauren. What? I figured out why I hate Pilgrim. Why? You know how they have those fucking buckle shoes? Yeah. You know who else has buckle nun? shoes? No, the leprechaun. Oh. <laughs> well, I don't know why you He's hate. Got the fucking, I don't know why you hate I leprechauns. Want you, so. I want you to Google what that fucking leprechaun looks like. And look at his outfit. Tell me it's not that of a pilgrim. I don't know why you hate leprechauns. I don't hate leprechauns. I hate the leprechaun from the horror movie series. Oh, okay. The leprechaun. But you don't. He's got a top hat. And but everything. you don't like any other leprechauns because of that movie. I just it's it's like a like I don't love them, but I don't hate them. Like I'll eat Lucky Charms. <laughs> but <laughs> that little fucker, even now, like if I'm sleeping at night, I'll sometimes swear I see him out of the corner of my eye in the darkness. Like he's fucking coming for me. I know it. He's bringing the but nun. anyway. I figured it out. If you if you look him, I'm not even as scared of the nun anywhere near as I am the leprechaun. <laughs> You need to Google him. Okay. Google him. I'm sorry, because it's very scary. <laughs> Are you scared? Is it scary for you? Oh, am I Googling it right now? Or, yeah, I want to know. if you I watched scared. that movie. How do you feel about him? Uh, I'm not as 
petrified as you seem to be, but I do remember it having like an impact and it was a creepy movie. Oh my god, he's a demon. I'm almost positive I was much too young this to watch This man it doesn't too. look terrifying in the slightest. That's what happened to me. My grandfather fell asleep when I was three and I was on his lap and the leprechaun came on and I just was like wide-eyed watching it, the whole thing, until my parents came back from dinner. So it was like burned in my brain and my I'll never forget, my older brother was like, I'm going to get you to sleep, Rachel. Close your eyes. Think about it. We're going to go to Disney World tomorrow. Think about it. We're going to see, oh, we're going to see all the princesses and... We're going to go here and there and you're going to see all the green trees. And I went, green, not green, like the leopard guy, green. <laughs> I was so traumatized. And I'm 31 and I'm still petrified. Petrified. Okay, well, I definitely was older than three, so. <laughs> Lauren, yeah. pilgrim outfit, right? I Sure, I guess. That's it. I figured it out. Okay. It's not just some senseless thing. I mean, I feel like there was a famous person in that movie. Jennifer Aniston. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Oh, great. We yeah, brought it back to it. friends. Cool. Hell yeah. yeah. So speaking of Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> Woo! 20 minute detour, 20 baby degrees, girl. Here we are. 20 we degrees of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> All right. Well, who do we want to start with? Who do you want to talk about most? Phoebe. 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 There's Phoebe hate here. Isn't there somebody who's no, not a big we, No, no. We both, when I was both, a little kid, I didn't get her. No, we both oh, said okay. we were going to talk about Phoebe for hours. Well, she's fucking hilarious. We can talk about she her. She is forever. hilarious. I think how you said, like, everybody has, like, two of the friends. I think one of mine is Phoebe. Okay. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Shut up, Rachel. <laughs> we were in prison. You guys would be like my bitches. <laughs> I so uh, I hate saying what I think first because I don't want to be wrong. You got to be first every time. That's how it works. Okay. <laughs> Hufflepuff. Okay. Okay. Why? Um, because she is uh very loyal and justice seeking, and um, she's also naive a little bit. Like the. I don't know. There's a lot there's a lot of naivety about Phoebe. She like she understands the world, like the dark parts of the world in ways that people other people don't. But she also like well maybe she's not naive as so much she doesn't care. But like the whole like singing <laughs> thing, like she she thinks that she's okay, right? Like she thinks she's, she's not amazing. really Yeah, <laughs> but she's not. Uh, and I, I was also going to, uh, I wrote down lack of ambition because I don't think she's particularly ambitious. Interesting. Thoughts? Okay. So I, I before, I before saying my house yet, I do want to say that, like, I understand the lack of ambition thing, but I also want to point out that this was true until she hit season nine and she went, I haven't dated anybody and I'm going nowhere and I don't like that. And she immediately found a husband. True. <laughs> Two nerds fighting over her for her hand. <laughs> I think I was thinking more like career ambition. I think it's that she's just very free spirited. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily know that it's like, like, you know how. I think she genuinely Monica's, likes Monica is very too. career driven, right? Monica's very yeah. like, obviously she wants to climb the ranks of it. Yeah. yeah. Her career Phoebe's happy, happy where she is because I think Phoebe always feels like she's an expert in whatever she's doing. Mm -hmm. So masseuse, she's top of the line. Masseuse. Like I, she doesn't, I don't think she feels the need to have to be like, a, I don't even know what the equivalent of a sous chef or whatever. 
<laughs> she doesn't feel the need to be the next best thing because right. she like loves herself and where she is all the time. I am actually like that too. I'm never, <laughs> this makes me sound so bad, but I'm never trying to be the best at anything. Like I'm always like, I'm perfectly comfortable being average. Well, it's not even that you're average. It's just that you're the best version of you. Aww. Like you don't, you know, though, but you, but you recognize it and you, <laughs> but don't you love yourself? Totally. Okay, Phoebe is in love with yeah, herself. She loves herself. Really she loves me life. more than me. She's, she, yeah. I, I think Phoebe's a Ravenclaw. I know Phoebe's a yeah, Ravenclaw. Yeah, she's very much a Ravenclaw. And there's so many things she, I can think of. Um, like one of the huge things for me throughout the series is so one of the things. Well, first of all, so Ravenclaws for us have like a system they follow and an ultimate truth, and we can get more into exactly what Phoebe's is. But also one of the big things is because you have the system and truth that you can't be hypocritical. Because if you're hypocritical, you break the system, right? Yeah. If there's yeah. hypocrisy, the system isn't working and you have to go on to a new one. It's very, very hard to convince a Ravenclaw to go on to a new system because their system is the best system. You have to convince them there's a better one. So Phoebe all the time is in these situations where she has something. She's like, I'm vegetarian. I, uh, I don't shop at big box stores. I don't work for the big corporations or whatever. And you see her not a ton but over and over again, if she can do it in her head so that it's not hypocritical, it's just kind of threading the needle. Think about She'll, No, she does it. Like she the baby wants meat. Joey's like, I won't eat meat while you're pregnant. And she's like, OK, that works. Um, she wants the fur coat. and She's like trying to figure out a way to do that. Rachel shopping yeah. at Pottery Barn and they go past and she's like. Tell me that you won't be my roommate anymore unless I buy something at the Pottery Barn. Rachel's like, what are you talking about? Of course I'll be your roommate. Phoebe's like, tell me. And Rachel's like, okay. <laughs> and then they go buy stuff at Pottery Barn. Or like um, when she's working at the the spa and they were like, yep. and they were like Rachel, you, I was yeah, say. Rachel, you can't go to the spa because Phoebe's so against big corporations and she has this huge right. thing against it or whatever. And then it turns out she's working there. And Rachel's like, I yeah. love that you stick to your convictions, convictions or whatever. And Phoebe's like, yeah. And then. And she's like, you're right, I'm going to quit. And then Rachel, she's like, but I love the money. So she's like, <laughs> so she's, she figures out a way. She can convince herself like yeah. into anything. I love mm-hmm. that about her. Yeah, she can. And I, and I like that even when she's, cle- even when she's clearly in the wrong, she's going to find a way out of it. Like she's mad at Ross for that entire episode. Won't talk to him. Won't tell him what the problem is. And he's like, Phoebe, please. Like, I don't know what oh, I did. Yeah. Like, I don't remember. No, she had a dream. <laughs> she, she had a dream. <laughs> and she was really so angry. <laughs> I also thought it was, like, really sweet and also very Ravenclaw of her to have mugged him as a child, but also have <laughs> kept the comic all of those years. Well, she she, kept the she learned from it. Yeah, she kept the special And she really valued the, like, knowledge that she got from Science Boy. And it meant so much to her, even though she got it through mugging, which, again, could be, like, hypocritical if you think about it a little bit for a little while. You know, she kept it and held on to it. She's like, this was mine. Like, you were, like, my teacher. And we all gathered around a dumpster and learned from you. <laughs> my my very first impression of Phoebe was Ravenclaw because, like, obviously, Luna Lovegood and Phoebe would be... Very Luna, very yeah, Luna vibe. Yeah, like, that makes perfect sense. But they never really showed her being, like, super into like learning or being really smart like you know i feel like that's a big part of ravenclaw that's why i veered away from ravenclaw so this is something that rachel and i push up against um is not that it's like learning or wisdom it's um it's having knowledge for knowledge's sake right so like Mm -hmm. a lot of what phoebe does like this whole thing with her family 
she doesn't really want to connect with them. She just wants to understand what happened and where she came from and what was going on. And then she's like, okay, like, you know, like, yeah, she's not crying she, over Ursula yeah, every time no, Ursula's a bitch. And she, she like, just wants to get it. And with her dad, she was like, I wanted to meet him and now I have and goodbye. And like, yeah. you know, she's like, she's not, it's, she really like goes as far as she can to figure out what's going on. And then she's like, now I'm satisfied. We can close the store, yeah. you know? It, it doesn't need to be, you don't need to be book smart or even smart in one particular skill set. It's that Phoebe's good at a lot of different things and she's great at all those things. Like when you hear her talking about something she's passionate about, uh, she knows a ton about it and she can run you around in circles in an argument. I mean, the whole thing with Ross and evolution. Yes. Like, so, so she's not like educated in the way Ross is educated, but she literally, she like owned his ass in that argument. No, or yeah. um, what about when... Uh, Ross started dating that woman that was always also a paleontologist and Phoebe pulled out mm -hmm. those two articles that she memorized just to freak Ross out. Like yeah, she true. was like, I just wanted to use that later. Like who knows how long she had those memorized. <laughs> yeah. And she's got like all the Ravenclaws that I tend to know have like really random skill sets that they're, and they're really good at those particular things. Um, because I think that something that's common across Ravenclaws is that when you do something, if you care about it, like, you can't just pick something up and be an expert in it. But if you care about it and you really want to know how it works, you'll become the expert of that thing. And it's interesting. Like, Phoebe's not a bad guitar player. She's not a good singer. But she's not a bad guitar player. No. Nope. And her tunes made it all the way to, like, commercials, whatever. She just didn't want to sell them. True. So she's very musically inclined. Um, and she's great at that. And then also, like, what are the other things Phoebe can do? Man, she's she, a really good masseuse. Like, she's a good she's one. She's an amazing masseuse. Yeah. She makes Monica scream. Right? <laughs> scream. <laughs> she's just um she's good at a lot of random things and has a lot of like random knowledge and they'll be like i got licked on the subway she's like oh you met steve mm -hmm. like she knows everybody and just i don't know she uh it very clearly like to me gave through every ravenclaw vibe my way i'm like you remind me so much of the ravenclaws i actually know i as a ravenclaw happily accept phoebe <laughs> into the fold <laughs> Well, I was going to, one of the other things Rachel and I have noticed too is that Ravenclaws can kind of pick up and just take off and like, and they'll be okay. Yeah. And Phoebe yeah. demonstrates this when um, Emily's trying to get Rachel out of the group and Rachel goes to Phoebe and is like, I think I have to not be friends with anymore. Phoebe's like, oh, I'll come with you, but we get Joey. And then she like starts, like, <laughs> she's like, I'm going to talk to Joey. <laughs> like, she, she's ready to go. Yeah. She's like, I've been waiting to leave these people forever. Let's go. Or like she, yeah. she said at one point that, um, Right after she moved out of Monica's house, she was like, I was ready to ghost all of you. Like, I was ready to get out literally, of here. She literally. Tells them. Lauren, it's so funny. When I was doing my rewatch, that was the moment where I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, you're definitely a Ravenclaw. Because she, she, Monica was so upset by it. Yeah. But like, she was like, yeah. Phoebe's all right. like, I, Phoebe's <laughs> by like, the end of it. Yeah. And Phoebe's like, I didn't do it. Like, you know, but like, right. But she's right. like, no, I was going to. I was out of here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's not, um, like, she can't take, obviously, not a lot of people can take Monica's personality. But she, Phoebe is a very, very good friend. And mm -hmm. it's not something that always gets highlighted, like, when people talk about Ravenclaws, what good friends they are. Because they're always like, logic and books and logic and books. Phoebe is, like, amazing. She married the ice skater mm -hmm. to get him a green card, to get him in. And, like, asked no questions. Everyone just finds out later Phoebe has a fucking husband. She never said a word about it. Like, she's just a very kind, good person. It's just, you get... You, you piss her off she's not afraid to cut you out of her life and she doesn't yeah. need to like drag it out you saw when the girl came back who sold her songs to commercials she did just didn't even want to talk to her she didn't want the confrontation she didn't like she was above it she's like i just don't like you anymore 
I don't want to give you a second chance. It, it is what it is. There's not some big rage fest. You don't see the tears come. She's just like, I think you're a bad person. And I don't respect you. I'm like that too. <laughs> well, she's, yeah, she's like that with Ursula too. Like, mm-hmm. and she still goes and she still goes and tells Ursula things like grandma died or, you know, mm-hmm. uh, our dad's a lot. And Ursula's like, yeah, I knew that. And Phoebe like never yeah. like rages at her. She's just like, I fucking hate my sister. Their birthday like, is wrong. Yeah. Her birth year is yeah. wrong. Yeah, she yeah. didn't freak out. And she, her sister threw away the birth certificate and she didn't remember her middle name. <laughs> like, yeah. Yep. I think, I don't know if you have this, Trisha, like a big thing with her, with her too is I think she does not like feeling left out though. Mm-hmm. She can leave you, like right. But if it, it's flipped, oh yeah, when you when they went she to London alone, feel left and out. they had all yeah. the inside jokes. Oh, that she's like, those, so those totally aren't allowed anymore. More. She's like, yeah. those aren't allowed anymore. No, yeah. and, and I, they- I'm, I'm very much like that. I always insert myself into conversations and like invite <laughs> myself anywhere I want to go. Like, like with going to New Jersey, miracles like flight <laughs> mm-hmm. booked, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to, and then I just like, I'm going. So I'm yeah. like that with BB too. I feel that. No, I mean, I said there's no raging moments. That's not completely true because Phoebe does randomly like scream, yeah. you know, but it's re- you really got to push her. It takes a long time. Like the the accent thing, like Joey couldn't speak French <laughs> and it was a while to get her to the point where she was screaming or Monica being her like, <laughs> like at her wedding. She was like, pee break, Mike. Pee break now. Now go, Mike. Yeah, it's 014 now. Like whatever. She's like, okay, okay. I want my husband to pee what he wants. Like when she loses the video game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And she's yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. That's me too. I love it. It's the like. This is like a Lauren always talks about the Gryffindors having like this weird double thing inside of them, but Ravenclaw's kind of have it too, where you like to present as one way is very calm and very like, and in Ravenclaw like Phoebe, it's very zen, and then something triggers you, and you guys will fr- top of your lungs screaming. Yeah, when you lose it, you lose it. Yeah. Takes you a while to get there, but when you get there, you're all there. Yeah. Thinking of Charlie Kelly, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> um, screaming. I, t- I Sometimes I hate naming Ravenclaw systems because they're so obvious. Like, Phoebe's is really obvious, right? She's just mm-hmm. trying to be like, Getting the well, most out of life. Be, yeah, yeah like, she's just, it's living. Yeah, she, yeah, she literally, yeah. It really is. Literally, that's like her truth too. But no, one of the moments that. You know what it is, Lauren? It's living authentically. Yeah. What? Yeah. And like I said, she makes excuses for how that can still work even when she's like, being a vegan is living authentically. And then at one point she has to not be vegan. She's like, it still works. I'm still doing it. <laughs> yeah. um, no, one of the, one of the moments that was really uh, Ravenclaw for me too with Phoebe was, um, when she had her brother's babies. Also the fact that she likes mm. to explain it to people in that way. Like I have my brother's babies. But um but also that um she was trying to convince Rachel to get Frank to let her keep <laughs> and Rachel was yeah. like, I don't think that's gonna work. And Phoebe's like, no, no, it will. Just ask It'll him. Work. Yeah. You just ask him. Did you ask him for me? Did you ask him? And Rachel's like, I'm not doing that. And Phoebe's like, you have to ask him. <laughs> yeah. I I ask you which house would have the fucking nerve to pull that pregnancy test thing on Rachel that she pulled. Right. Where she was like, it's negative. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. She's like, I'm just kidding. It's positive. Aren't you so happy now? <laughs> Ooh. That's got to be a raven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think like like a Slytherin and a Hufflepuff would outweigh the uh, the potential repercussions of that. And a Gryffindor just simply would not want to even touch that with the fucking pole. A Ravenclaw, you're going to find a way to make it a chaotic mess. I'll tell you that. 
Your little chaos demons. <laughs> I love that for us. Me too. <laughs> if I could just surround myself with all Ravenclaws and one Lauren Slytherin, I'd be a really happy person. <laughs> Thanks for specifying really like a Lauren Slytherin. <laughs> yeah, I don't care about anyone else. Just you. But yeah, that, I think clear Ravenclaw to me. I, I get where you were coming from with the Hufflepuff thing, but I don't see Phoebe needing a community. You see how like Joey needs people. He needs his group to always be together. Yep. Phoebe would be like, have fun in Long Island. Good luck, guys, with, you know, your new life. And she wants, she lives authentically. She wants them all to live authentically. If that means, like, Ross going after Rachel in the airport after 10 years of will they, won't they, she's going to drive him there, cursing all the way in her grandmother's taxi. <laughs> which she's still driving, which is hilarious, <laughs> in the 10th season. Yep. Yeah. Totally with you. You've convinced me. Yay! <laughs> Let's see if we can convince you on the other two. Oh, maybe she agrees I with wonder. us on the other two. Did maybe, think? maybe. Okay, who should we talk about next? Who do you want to talk pick. about? Somebody pick. Somebody pick. You're the guest. You pick. <laughs> okay, Monica. Monica Geller. <laughs> <laughs> um, Slytherin. All right, oh, Slytherin Lauren. siblings. Can I rebuttal? Lauren's can I face. can I just really quickly tell you? <laughs> yeah, that was my first choice for her too. Okay, uh, when when I was watching season one. Yeah, continue. Tell me more. Tell me more. Um, <laughs> I never thought she was Slytherin for the record. <laughs> she's a she's a selfish character. Lauren, <laughs> <Wow. laughs> why? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She is though. Um, she's a selfish character. She is driven by success. Like she really wants to be a chef and like a really good one. Like when people don't like the things that she thinks are great, she's overly insulted by that. <laughs> um, she's arrogant about it. Like she thinks that she's the best when it comes to cooking and cleaning <laughs> and like anything that she's not the best at, she takes it personally. Like Chandler convinces her that she's good at massages because she gives them uh -huh. bad massages yeah. and that play case her she's like yeah okay um what else did i put oh just like need to be in control okay i do you want to say that i don't think she necessarily always thinks she's the best no i think she needs other people to tell her that she is okay to function yes <laughs> i don't think she can function without feeling like other people oh, I, think she's i'm the best. like other people are looking at me yeah, as though i am the she, best and when she has to be right, it's not for herself like it is with Ross. It's because other people are now seeing something happening. So like uh, with the with the maid, when she tells Chandler, like, she stole my jeans. Like, it becomes a thing because Chandler's like, oh, she didn't. Like, calm down. You're crazy. She to prove <laughs> like, herself. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's not to herself. It's to other, now, like, her reputation's at stake here. <laughs> like, um, this is, I think this can be an area that gets challenging when a system is close to another house's motivational sect. Yeah. I know. Yeah. This is where I this is where I um had my issue too. I was like, ah, she's got her shit together. She's very competitive and very successful and ambitious. So she's a Slytherin. This like I wasn't even really in my rewatch yet. I was just thinking of Monica. And then I started watching it and I realized how much of that is complete bullshit in a facade. Like she fails so many times before she succeeds. And she does not believe in herself. She needs other people to believe in her first. And she's always combating like her childhood issues with her mother and with 
whatever people talking bad about her, making fun of her when she was younger. Like Monica is not competitive the way a Slytherin is because a Slytherin really does want to be the best in the room because they want to, they really want to master the thing that they're focusing on. I think Monica just and they wants also, to be seen as worthy. And they also, Slytherins also need to be genuinely the best. Like you can't placate. Yeah. They're like, no, no, no. You can't lie to them. <laughs> yeah. You can't lie to Ross. Ross will turn around and go, thank you, thank you. But actually, and he'll like fight you yeah. back on it. There's he won't so let you get many, away with there it. There are so many fights with we have where Rachel's like, okay, fine. And I'm like, no, it's still going because I can tell that you don't agree with me. You just want to be done with it. And she's yeah. like, she's like, yeah, that's true. And I'm like, no, no, I need you to be like, you're right. <laughs> right. And and I mean, I don't know. You you like think that Monica's like that, right? But then if you actually watch the episodes, the second someone's like, oh no, it's okay, Monica, you are the best. She's like, I am. I really am the best. You're right. Oh my gosh, I am the best. I'm gonna kick last year me's ass. Yeah. Like, or like this is uh, ridiculous. Or like when they lose the apartment. Like, um, I can like, at least I in that situation, I can imagine probably Ross too. Like, they genuinely lost it. So like, get out. And Monica's like, best four out of twenty or something. Like, you know, like yeah. She, yeah. she or like when they when she was playing ping pong with Paul or with Mike. She it like went on and on and on until it was like the best like two fifty three out of two fifty four, and it's like. You know. So what house do you guys think she's in? She's a Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw. Really? Yeah. A different one. It's very different from Phoebe. <laughs> Phoebe. I mean, their systems of belief are very different, right? Like yeah. Phoebe doesn't care for that shit at all. And Monica's like, this Phoebe is Phoebe doesn't need to be in control the way Monica needed does. to function. She's I like, will I say, like to, yeah. nothing is more Ravenclaw than Monica taking that uh that class, right? I know, I you know, know, I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, yeah. All the classes, the cooking class, the when uh Rachel and Phoebe went to the the book, the English class and yes. Rachel was like I know That's the perfect the, oh, person. Yeah. Well, yeah, she did the cooking class too, remember yeah. cuz she was like the, the reviewer gave me a bad review. <laughs> and like, yeah. And the lady's like what are you doing here? <laughs> well, I'm just here to prove to you that like I'm actually an expert at this. Right. <laughs> now I feel better about myself. Bye. Right. <laughs> Which kind of is something Phoebe would do. Yeah. If you think about it. Yeah. There was a massage convention. Yeah. Um, but Phoebe, oh, I don't no, know. Or like anytime anybody tells her that her singing isn't good. And she's like, and they're like, no, we're right. kidding. We're joking. Like, we're, we're just kidding. Yeah. You need to tell Phoebe she's a good singer. Like, yeah. see how she can be placated? Like, I, yeah. you guys, you don't need to like, you just, I don't know what it is. Um, You're easier than a Slytherin. <laughs> like, you're more... I can I can handle you a little bit better. Slytherin will just keep punching me in the face until I'm like, oh my god, okay, what do you want to hear and how do you want to fucking hear it? Like a Ravenclaw's like, just t- say what I want. Oh, listening to everybody talk so much about Ravenclaws is really putting me through some like self evaluation <laughs> over here. I'm like, I'll, wow. I'll put it to you this way, Trisha. I've been with my husband for it'll be 11 years this year, and every time there's a fight, every time there's a fight, I don't like apologizing. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I hate saying I'm sorry I hate it and he'll be like I I could have said the most horrific like horrible things but if I just say I'm sorry he'll let it all go he's just like I just want to know those would just say the two words and we're good and he actually means it he doesn't like hold on to it and hold it onto a grudge and like it carries over he actually means it. when I say the thing he wants to hear whether I said it convincingly or not if I said it he's like good enough yeah. Good to go. 
I'm like, he's a huge Ravenclaw. All of my friends are like the people who say the nicest things to me. Like, I'm like, oh, this person <laughs> loves me. Yes, please be my friend. And like, yeah, but Lord you guys are very, dying, no, but, but you're very true. easy to love. You're very easy to love because you're so unapologetically yourselves. And it's such an easy vibe to like gravitate towards. It's just that you guys don't always care about us. You're the people who will be like, I actually don't want your feedback. <laughs> Oh, me. <laughs> you know, that's Monica, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, yeah. like I'll get back to you when I'm ready to get back to you. But right now, don't fucking talk to me. And actually, take the F out. It's not even always angry. It's just, I don't want to talk to you right now. I don't need you to respond to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not asking this for that. This isn't something on my plate it's... at the moment. So just, like, you know. What do you mean? I, like, this isn't currently in my purview. Like, I don't, I don't. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and. That that can be very Monica. It's like she just needs to hear it one way. And you can you can understand why. Like her and Phoebe had very different upbringings, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think they both they both went through some shit, right? They did. Like obviously Phoebe's life, okay, was probably worse than Monica's. But Monica had the popular cheerleader friend who everybody loved her, and she had the brother who was the golden child, and she had issues with her weight and her self image and everything, and like just. She needs to be in control now because she felt like she wasn't her entire life. It it drives her every waking moment. And mm-hmm. I don't think Slytherins are quite that insecure about needing to control things. I think they just walk in and they're like, I'm going to control it because I can and I will do it. I will do it like, the best. I'm going to control it. And then also tell me, tell me that I'm great at it, you yeah. know? <laughs> so that I think that's the difference. And you can't put her in Hufflepuff or Gryffindor. You just simply can't. She doesn't fit. <laughs> I can tell you why, but I think you you I think you get it. I like, get it. You've made an excellent case. Yay. All right. So Monica, what do we got for Monica, Lauren? As I was watching, there everything was jumping out at me, and now it's of course falling out of my head. Wow. I mean, a lot of her relationship with Ross. You could talk specifically about her relationship with Chandler, since you're in a Gryffindor Ravenclaw relationship. Um Yeah, it's uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, um, my husband is the person who's primarily like not in control. I don't like the phrase where's the pants and I don't think that's the situation I'm in. It's more like he needs a lot more feedback from me than I need from him. And he needs a lot more like no to know no, that he's doing I, the right things than I do. Like, Excuse me for jumping know. in on your relationship. But. Sure, go ahead. <laughs> No, I think um, I think you both need that. But George needs specific details for like I what? don't need anything. No. Yes, from okay. anyone. Excuse me, Rachel. Just needs- she caught me Rachel- lying. She heard me lying in four K. <laughs> I don't need anything actually. <laughs> Rachel just needs like the pretty words and like the emotion behind it and like the kind of just do that constantly and she's fine. But George wants specifics for like how do I improve? Like what should I do? <laughs> fine sure i'm not i'm never looking for a solution yeah long term mm-hmm. i'm She's just happy to, to sit like, where she is make me feel good now yeah. and we can just instant gratification exactly <laughs> i understand chandler so much like we don't need to examine that just don't leave me what is it <laughs> that's about it what is it what's the i'm tired and lonely and desperate for love or like what is it <laughs> desperate for love yeah <laughs> Yeah, so, and they are weirdly perfectly suited for each other because they're both really insecure messes. <laughs> they really are. And it, 
I don't know. I think they give Ross and Rachel a real run for their money for like most loved couple. I see a lot yeah. more Chandler Monica love now than you see Ross and Rachel. Trisha, so much Ross yeah, and Rachel pushback because going Ross on. is what is happening. <laughs> He's what? Ross <laughs> toxic. He's toxic. Yes. <laughs> I don't. I don't disagree. I'm sorry. I don't think Ross is a good person. But I do think Ross and Rachel belong together. Yeah, I mean, Rachel's not uh, like roses and daisies, but Rachel's not a great person either. No, but she's not. I just I I find <laughs> I find more issue with the way Ross treated Rachel and that it was still expected that Rachel like should go back and because oh yeah, they're lobsters <laughs> or whatever. But <laughs> don't kiss <laughs> the lobsters. <laughs> I can't stand it. All right. I can't stand this. All right. We're talking about Monica. Well, okay, so Lauren, we didn't say what Monica's system is. We talked about Phoebe's. We didn't oh, about Monica's. It's, it's. I've been saying it, but I didn't. Yeah, say it. it's just control. Like you know, yeah. Like you thrust her in anywhere, and she needs to be in charge of what is happening. Like she does it with Ross's wedding. She does it with Phoebe's wedding. She does it with her own wedding. She does it with the her house, her house, their babies. Yeah. Um, she does it with her relationship with Pete. Like she starts out pretty well. She's like, I'm not attracted to him, so I'm not going to get into right. this. Right. And then she, I I have a hard time with whether she actually ever, like, I don't, I guess that can happen that you can be like, I'm attracted, but it was physical attraction too, right? Like she liked him as a person. She was just like, I'm not physically attracted to you. But like, it got to the point where she was like, this guy's still trying and I don't have anybody else. (laughs) And she like, yeah, but she wasn't controls that. I don't know. She like controlled her feelings on the matter. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. She, but also it's like the also Ravenclaw like hypocrisy thing where she could not be with him until she convinced herself, mm-hmm. okay, I'm attracted to him. She could not do the unethical thing of dating him for his money. Mm-hmm. Very Phoebe of her as well. <laughs> you know, yeah. like I think other houses couldn't, just saying. Mm. Uh, like I'll tell especially you right now, Rachel's as, not a Ravenclaw. Uh, Rachel yeah, could date someone for their money. Yeah, and especially as many times as he was like, I don't care that you're not attracted to me. I just want to date you. Like, at that point, exactly. I'd be like, all right. Like, if you don't have a problem Giving with her that, a restaurant, yeah. she would not be bought. <laughs> and he wasn't, again, do you see, like, she wasn't getting offended like someone else might have. Other people would have been like, so you're trying to, like, buy did, me? She, That's so she gross. She did get like, a little bit offended when he gave her the $20,000 tip. He yeah. Showed up and, yeah. yeah. And she was she, like. No, she does, but she doesn't get, like. Do you know how Rachel like cries and just becomes like an emotional mess? And Phoebe and Monica are always like, oh, my God, shut up. Because they aren't like that. You have to push them and push them, push the right buttons to make them actually, do the funny screams that they do. I could actually you could see that fairly clearly in when Ross does the pros and cons list. Like Rachel is so, so upset by it. And like Phoebe, so hurt. And, Phoebe and Monica are there for her, but they're also kind of like wouldn't have not done this like you know right like, i know <laughs> like it wasn't your it wasn't his intention to have you see it you know so right they're always the two voices of logic that rachel looks at like hey, you guys are so funny and weird yeah and like doesn't get them and they look at her like you're such a fucking baby <laughs> like and it's just very that she's clearly she, rachel's not a, a logic house so monica very much is though like monica's really smart too mm-hmm. she's a really smart person mm-hmm. So you want to talk about like, like the typical smart. Ravenclaw thing, mm-hmm. like book smart? Monica very much is. Except when she thinks Chandler's watching shark porn. I, that was a horrible inference. To <laughs> <laughs> that was more of an emotional response than a logical response. It was something. It was something. Again, it's like an insecurity well, it, thing, right? Well, yeah, she, and it was also immediately like, how do I control? 
you know, like what, <laughs> yeah. well, how do I take control of this? And like, what do we do? Is like, just, what direction, you on? What yeah, direction do I want to take? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I think also Monica, even though she's insecure, she does love herself. I really do think Monica loves Monica. Like, you remember when the couples wouldn't call them? Her and Chandler yeah. from the plane. She's like, we're great. She's like, yeah, we're awesome. We're a wonderful couple. Yeah. Like yeah. she doesn't. She doesn't. She, she doesn't. She all can't that, understand I it. know. <laughs> yeah. 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 She's a Ravenclaw. <laughs> <laughs> and I really like her and Phoebe's friendship. You don't see a lot of Ravenclaw Ravenclaw friendships. Um, it's clear, so funny that it almost I, ended. No, I was going to say I think it's hilarious <laughs> that they clearly could not live with they no. they just were so and that's I think that's like the thing they're so strict on their systems and their systems did it not is. match like there's exactly. there's literally only one other and this is a romantic couple but like Ravenclaw Ravenclaw where like they're that close that I can think of on TV right now and their systems are so in sync that it's fine but like when they're, they're cla- when they're clashing like that like there's no way like you need breaks <laughs> because yeah because it's too much hypocrisy within the relate right like you're yeah, you're and always hitting a yeah two ravenclaw friends can also very much respect each other's boundaries too like monica didn't get it at first but then phoebe was like i could like i i couldn't we just didn't mesh well and after a little while monica got it and she was like yeah all right well whatever it took to make you stay in my life right yeah there's no big to do literally the only other ensemble i can think of right now where there are multiple ravenclaws is uh abed and britta and they're so different and they also don't so interact different. that much like so they like you know, know they, they just live in that's that's what, community. Sorry, that's community. community. Oh, so, I don't know that show. Yeah, Britta, okay. Britta and Abed. Abed is very much like a um kind of I guess more of a Luna, like close as close to Luna as you can really be. And Britta's just bad shit. Crazy. <laughs> so yeah. it's like they're very, very, very different. Yeah. And I think you can have that with people in the same house all the time. Like I love to throw out the um the Percy Weasley versus like <laughs> The fucking Ron Weasley. Like, you know what I'm saying? They're yeah. very different, but same house. The motivations, core motivations are the same. And I think that Monica and Phoebe are both characters that are very true to themselves. I really like when you see flashbacks of Monica dancing on her own in a room mm-hmm. and like being like, whatever, I don't care. Like yeah. she, it's other people who get in Monica's head. Monica doesn't have a problem with Monica. Other people make her feel bad. Phoebe doesn't have that. She doesn't have people in her ear constantly like, well, your brother's better. Well, your sister's better. Like, she didn't have to deal with that. But I think if you have a Ravenclaw who is constantly feeling that, then, yeah, I can see where the path leads to needing to control everything. Yeah. I can see a lot of Ravenclaws getting there. Yeah. Yeah. So we're really excited about that. And I've been wanting to say that we have more Ravenclaws. And I'm so, so excited about it. You guys were hiding for so long (laughs) in the beginning. (laughs) I'm happy. Yay. You have two good ones in your house. I sure do. You don't have to deal with Rachel, though. No. <laughs> Where do you think Rachel goes? Well, I'm O for two, <laughs> so I'm gonna keep the street you do the going. Same thing as Haley. No, was that Illy yeah. doing it? I think it was, was counting. Okay. I don't. I don't remember. <laughs> Again, on. I'm gonna go with the whole bias thing and mm-hmm. say that Rachel is a Slytherin. Mm-hmm. Because again, yes, not um, she's determined to succeed, though, like she she, like starts her life over, basically Mm -hmm. leaves and does things on her own. Um, And then also when she has Emma, like she is determined she's going to do it on her own with or without help. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And she's kind of a, like a mean girl, you know? Like, she's like the cheerleader who's not nice to... Hey, Rachel Green. <laughs> yeah. She's <laughs> she's not nice to the lesser people. As a teenager. <laughs> well, I don't know. Like, you see how she is, like, with Gavin at first? Like, I know that Gavin is, like, going to be the one who's taking her job. But, like, she's on maternity leave. She should be okay <laughs> with someone else doing her thing. But... She's really not. Monica probably wouldn't be either. Though. True. <laughs> Monica would not have been as like. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, Lauren. She didn't like that maid cleaning her house. Okay. No, I, drove I was her saying out. no, 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 no. I was saying Monica wouldn't have handled it as well as Rachel did. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. All right. I just want to preface. You know, Trisha can convince me, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I'm so mad. I, I like I was just waiting for it because she always says, don't tell me who you're where you're sorting them, because then I'm going to like want to argue against it. And I told her where I put Rachel and I was really mad because it was the first one that I from friends that I felt so confident in my sorting. And I was like, she's going to push me on this and I don't want to argue it with her. I just believe it. Just let me believe it. So, um, OK, I want to preface my rebuttal to you, Trisha, <laughs> by saying she's a Gryffindor. and. Something people need to understand is in current times that we're living in, yes. Gryffindor is no longer the popular house. Why is that? Because Gryffindors are usually the fucking jocks. They're the annoying popular party kids. Sure. That's why the entire series is about them. That's why they have the hero complex and they make good uh, protagonists. Mm -hmm. They're like very often main characters. Okay. And good leaders if they want to be. They're just not so good with the having responsibility thing. And Rachel Green, although they do from have season a lot of one them. to ten, collects responsibilities over time, but she does not really want them. Like she wants them until she sees my paycheck; it's getting taxed. I can't afford anything. Uh, my <laughs> the, everything costs money, and I can't afford it. And I don't want to be a waitress. And I know I don't have a skill set to be anything else, but I want it. Like, I want it. I don't want the responsibility of um, other, all these problems that come with things because I'm a little Long Island girl whose daddy got me a pony. And didn't your daddy get you a pony? Like, she's not good with responsibilities. And something that's really common in Gryffindors is responsibilities push you to be better because we are very comfortable sitting where we are, especially if we're being taken care of. Very easily, like, in one spot, like, all right. Just uh, make it all, make the mess go away. I don't know. You think Rachel wants to be taken care of? I don't. <laughs> Do I think Rachel Green wants to be taken care of? I think she needs, I think she develops a need for independence more and more and more as time goes on. But I think that the reality of the repercussions of having independence, paying bills, having to be responsible for everything, like she can't even keep track of two fucking earrings. She loses money. Like, Monica won't even let her keep jewelry. Ross doesn't want her to babysit. Like, she's, especially in the beginning, And I'm you don't give Rachel more responsibilities than she can handle. She's going to put meat in the middle of a fucking custard pie. I'm going to be honest to you, right. Right? I don't know that Rachel has ever gotten anything on her own. The hot guy, really at, the, uh, the hot so guy at the diner gives her the Bloomingdale's job because she's hot. She needs to get into a new apartment and her friend's give her places to stay. <laughs> like, so like, it's not, I don't think it's any, I don't think Rachel couldn't get those things, 
But when, oh, no, she's capable. Yeah, yeah. But when she hits a point where she's like, I'm floating and I need something else. She's kind of like, I don't know what to do. And something like happens for her. And she, um, I, I mean, at least for me, I can't speak for every Gryffindor in fucking existence. But for me, I can very easily like in a position of high stress, I'm going to want to rely on what's familiar and comfortable because I don't want to face that stress. So when her dad has the heart attack, she wants to bang Ross. She knows it's a bad idea, but Ross is like her comfort thing that she goes to. And he's like, this is a bad idea. And this is why. And she's like, oh, so you don't want me anymore. And then it's this big emotional, like she takes it personally. Rachel takes a lot of things personally. And the the fact she doesn't want all the responsibility, but she wants like Ross to take all the responsibility for anything that went wrong. You know, like she literally uses the word like take responsibility for being a cheater. He's not going to do it and she needs it because she's not going to be held responsible for it. Any responsibilities. I really don't think she does. I think it's what she can get. She gets because, yeah, sometimes it's her looks. Sometimes she's qualified. Sometimes she's really not the most qualified. She um, she just grows in the position. Do you know what I mean? Like she goes from. Waitress to like, uh, she was not a good waitress. Gunter was in love she with wasn't her. A good, <laughs> you know, no, she like, wasn't a good waitress. She should not have been allowed to work there as long as she did. And even like, she gets babied all the time. Even when she like throws out her back or whatever, Ross gives up his spot on TV. Like, it meant a lot to him. And he's like, I'm going to just take you to the hospital. And you see these things happen for Rachel as the viewer that she doesn't even see people are giving up things for her and just. Again, doing though, shit like, for her all the she, time. I don't think that she wanted Ross to stay with her. Like, she kept telling him not to. Like, I think she wanted to do that by herself and that he just jumped in and did it anyways. But she took it. <laughs> Made it easier for her. Well, it's not like she could, like, <laughs> fight him out the door. <laughs> no, but if she told Ross, like, I really don't want you to do this and I want to do it on my own. Like, I can see Monica being like, leave me alone. I can handle it. But I can't see Rachel doing that. I also argue the things given to her perspective because like yeah she got the job of Bloomingdale's for being cute or whatever but like you see her like how hard she had to work with her what's that one boss with the lipstick on her teeth she gets hit by like a car oh, or something because Chandler oh, yeah. was banging her boss yeah, yeah what's that boss's name I do, well she can I take can't remember. Uh, I don't remember either like she like name? she fought to like get a better job and like but- she was proving that she's capable and it wasn't that they just gave her that no job. no she's capable of advancing but rachel's also extremely like man- emotionally manipulative in the way that she handles things like she hates that woman yes um and she takes a lot of shit from her and i think a lot of that is because uh, she knows how to like yes her father to death like she grew up with a father who's a bully yes and so she figures out like how to get around bullies and how to guess them and get what results she needs. And I think the way she is with her father is also like hella Gryffindor. She doesn't want to, she's like 27 and pregnant and she's scared to tell her father. Yes. And I, I was 25 and pregnant and scared. To tell and I like, yeah, I agree with you, Trisha, that I don't like once she has a foothold and she's in somewhere, like she's capable of doing things. It's just in mm-hmm. the moments where she's like, I no longer have a coffee house job. I no longer have an apartment. I no longer have a job at Ralph Lauren where she's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then somebody comes along. It's like, hey, let me give you this thing that you've been that you haven't even started looking for yet. Yeah. She does. I think the other five notice that she needs it. Like they'll they'll pull the strings behind. Like so much gets done for Rachel behind the scenes that her friends are doing for her that they're like 
looking out for her and and making sure she has whatever she needs. And it I, like as a viewer, we see it more than she does. Yeah. And I think Rachel's accustomed to like things sort of just falling into place for her. So, you, uh, sorry, you think that she's a Gryffindor, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. The more I'm like thinking of like brave moments because she does have a lot of those. She does remember the cart in the laundromat. And she yes. yells at that lady. <laughs> yes. And like Mr. She Zellner. Just her a little bit. When she like accidentally kisses him or whatever. Yes. She's got the yeah. Pink on I her could lip. never go back to work. I could oh, never go back. That she was, was like, see great. you Monday. Like, I'm going to work with you for the next five years. Or yeah. what about like tag taking the fall for the mm-hmm. like uh, performance review mm-hmm. <laughs> that she had sent down? Yeah. It just works out. Things just like people go to bat for her and they're like willing to take the fall. And it's because. I think it's because she's a very lovable person. I do. I don't think she's always the best person. I don't think she's always, she's certainly a selfish person, but she's a good person. And I think she loves her friends a lot. And I think she loves pretty hard. And I think that's why everyone's willing to be like, oh, Rachel, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll figure something out. <laughs> like Monica didn't have to let her in. No. She, at Especially all. after not being invited to the wedding. Like what a low blow. I know. Yeah. I don't think they talked to each other for a while. Rachel had to shed the mean either. girl. Yeah. She just develops, she like doesn't keep the mean girl thing, but she keeps the gossipy bitch thing, right? Like she, she needs to, she she likes to talk about people. And she, she really slips back into that role, depending on who she's with, right? Like her mm-hmm. one, her oh, yeah, one sister. Yeah, she loves gossiping with Joey. Yeah. She's yeah. a people pleaser. And and that one sister, when she comes back, like she's immediately talking about like, Getting like, oh, yeah, no, hers and, and her like, sister, yeah. her sister, yeah, lost yeah. weight. She doesn't have a pretty face and all that kind of stuff. Like, she, oh, yeah, she is not the nicest person for sure. No, she's not always, she's just good to her, to her friends, but she'll say things sometimes where she's like, oh, honey, and it comes, honey comes first, and then like the mean thing comes right. She's so mean to Chandler sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She says things to Chandler sometimes, and I'm like, oh my god, that was so mean. She's like, I don't, I just, I don't get him. Like, she doesn't get the people around her. But she also doesn't feel the need to. She's just perfectly happy in their company. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that really speaks to Rachel being a Gryffindor, too, is that she clearly, she wouldn't, I like, besides Monica, I don't know that she would have chosen, and maybe Joey, I don't know that she would have chosen anybody in that group to be her friend. But she shows up, and Monica's like, this is my world, and these are the people that I hang out with, and if you want to be here, you have to, like, be a part of it. And Mm -hmm. she does pretty like from where she came from i think she slips into it pretty well and everybody else yep. accepts her really well too like yeah, and they, they make and her they, grow and up they're, yeah and they're also and everybody else in the group is also like rachel cries too much rachel's selfish but we love rachel like she's worth it yeah. for that <laughs> so, yeah. like, those, are, you know, those are good friends those are very good friends and they are they are they're extremely good friends and like it, they're being good friends to monica too right because monica's like i've decided that i want to <laughs> fix this girl's life <laughs> and then, then they're I like think, all right i think monica and rachel are the two hardest to have in the friend group like they're yeah. they're very uh very difficult personalities and it's just so funny that they are really the two like you their know best what? friends you know, well i was gonna say i think they're difficult personalities but i also think that the groups with that would have a hard time without them you know they would. like I, I know that i said like phoebe's ravenclaw because she could go off and i think monica could go off too but because monica's a controlling type the group doesn't understand how much she's like holding yeah, all of that well, together. Just to go circle back to Monica, too, and I it think speaks to the Ravenclaw leaving thing. She buys the house, ha- like she wants yeah. the house. That's her apartment. Everything is yeah. her, like everything that goes on, it's her place. Yeah. And she's completely fine leaving everything, which she, like whatever, where other people are getting nostalgic and having a hard time with it. And she's like, this is the next step in my life. Mm-hmm. 
that no, I'm but going. That, and I, that, like, going, going backwards, the fact that her place is the hangout is also very, like, speaks to her. It's the control center. She's like, no, yeah. you're going to come over to my place for Thanksgiving. Like, even the, the year that she's like, I don't want to do Thanksgiving. And everybody, like, gets her to do it within, like, two seconds. And then she's mm-hmm. controlling that. She's like, I'm locking the door. You can't come in because you're yeah. all late. And then when everybody wants yeah. to hang out at uh, the big apartment, when yeah. they switch apartments and she's yeah. like, does everything she's in her to, power yeah, to get them into to Joey. Them and, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. But no, but I, but I was going to say, yeah. I think I, so even though Monica can leave, I don't, I think the group would have the hardest time with her leaving because she's controlling. And I 100%. think they would have the hardest time with Rachel because they don't realize that Rachel is the emotional center. No, know? they don't. Like, <laughs> she really is. I, I also want to say I see a lot of people when they talk about Rachel and Ross because this discourse for some reason is all over the place all the time. <laughs> um, if you think Rachel should have got on the plane, you might not be a Gryffindor because a Gryffindor would get off that fucking plane. <laughs> she could have got on the plane. She could have come I back. want you to show me a Gryffindor that's going to choose their like career, like something good for them over there. She was going to emotionally back. To. Doesn't matter. She's in love with him. She's not going to leave him. God, I hate jumping immediately to Sam and Dean here. Dean's not getting on a plane to get away from Sam. If Sam calls and he's like, I know that you're like improving your life now, but I need you to come back. Like, please come back. Dean's getting off the fucking plane. He's showing up. You know what I'm saying? You're coming back for your emotional connection before you're coming back for your search for independence or whatever else. And I fully, fully believe Rachel's going to have no problem with the Manhattan career, making her own money, being independent, being a great mom and whatever. But her emotional connections come first. Rachel throughout all the 10, all the 10 seasons always has a guy or some kind of, she's always looking for mm-hmm. some kind of emotional connection mm-hmm. to a point where she tells Monica, like, I'm not in charge anymore. You tell me who to date, you know, because she recognizes that Monica and even Phoebe, they make better choices than she makes when left on her own. And if you know Chandler's the other Gryffindor, Chandler's the same way. He's like, I can't be responsible for this decision. Like, I need someone else to tell me exactly what to do here because I can't. I don't trust myself with it. So mm. weird. They're not the best decision makers. You're like Gryffindor paradoxing in your speaking because yes, both those people don't want responsibilities. But one of the things we always talk about is that Raven or uh, Gryffindors have response. Like that's one of the things that drives them. That Rachel they have things baby. that they have to do. <laughs> like, yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah. No, and, and, but, and I think before that, Rachel had her life plan, right? Like, she spells it out on her 30th birthday. She's like, this is what I yes. am responsible for doing. Like, this yeah. is how my life needs to go. Yeah, and how for upset me to be happy. she is that yeah. it's not like when she starts doing the math, mm-hmm. she's like, oh, it can't work out that way. So I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, your life doesn't need to be... It doesn't need to go that way. And I, I really, no, and I, think, I can understand well, I, that. I'm actually going to say that I think that's one of the biggest moments that tells you she's not a Slytherin either. Because if you do have that life plan, you're a Slytherin, you do it. And Rachel's mm-hmm. been fucking around. And then all of a sudden she's 30 and she's like, wait. And she's like, Chandler's wait. fucking around too. <laughs> no, and his fucking job is miserable. And yeah. you know, yeah, I know. But like they're but, fucking around and like, like a right. Slytherin is going to follow, like do that plan. And she has yeah. a plan. She's just like. Oh, I do. like if I die, I die. I don't have to worry. Like, you know, like whatever. It's literally, literally <laughs> that they're eating cheesecake off the floor together. They don't care. <laughs> they have. What do we call? We call the people for Gryffindor's responsibilities, right? We don't call them their circle because the circle is a Slytherin thing. They have their Griffin. friends. They have their group to fall back on. And I don't think they need much more than that. Like career is a mess. Love life's a mess. Everything's a wreck. They have nothing together. Your job's together. a joke and you're broke. You love life's <laughs> DOA. And 
they're somehow always crying, always blubbering, always bitching, always feeling sorry for themselves. But they really are okay at the end of the day because they have their support system around them. Even if they like Chandler definitely thinks he's smarter than the other people in the group. He definitely does. Rachel definitely thinks she's better in some ways or smarter than the other. Like you can see how they look at they look at the other people when they're being ridiculous or saying something that's crazy. But they're still the most insecure. They're still the most whiny and like, oh, they just are always complaining. I feel like Rachel, Rachel's like one of the most obvious like people pleasers. I find like I think Extremely. that she like changes her personality to fit yeah. in with who she's with at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you see her be like dumber when she's with Joey. Then she <laughs> pick up the cigarette when she's at their job. Yes. She's a smoker. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And she's, she's daddy's little girl with her dad. And yeah. Mm-hmm. And daddy, he made me. And he's going to leave me. He's not yeah. going to her. When her mom, her mom <laughs> is like, I'm going to move in with you and help take care of the baby. And Ross is like, no. And Rachel's, no, no, it'll be fine. Like, it'll be okay. Oh my God. I was watching my life get mirrored back to me. <laughs> George is like, Rachel, no. And I'm like, no, let him blow it all up. It's going to be okay. <laughs> she needs, she like needs to be babied forever. She does. Or like the fact that her parents are getting divorced and everybody else in the group besides Chandler is like, who cares? And Rachel's like, this is going to wreck my whole life. And Chandler's like, you're right, it is. Like, you know, it's really going to wreck yeah, everything. Yeah. <laughs> and she like, she handled that like pretty poorly, I would say. Yes. I, my parents are still together, so I don't know how I would react. But like the fact that she doesn't want them to be in the same room and like right. goes from party to party. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, I wish my yeah. parents had divorced. No, it's, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm just remembering that Chandler's like, you're right. You're like, you're fucked. <laughs> they have such a funny French. Like they do. They have a really great. Last friendship. week, the last time, uh, well, two weeks ago in our last episode, Lauren was like, they just put Monica, Phoebe, and Ross in one camp, yeah. and then you put Rachel, Joey, and Chandler in another one, and you can like see, you can just see the differences you can see in how it so starkly. Like it's if almost you take, like, like and there are so if you many color tone them, you're gonna get like the cool tones and the warm and tones. The sh- it's insane. But no, but like and the show does it, even though they're not mm-hmm. meaning to, you'll see Joey and Chandler and Rachel together all the time, like in mm-hmm. a certain shenanigan, because it's very it's a very it's a specific shenanigan to an emotional house. And then you'll see like yeah. the other three grappling with it. With a logical issue. The like, drum set yeah. in Joey's apartment. They're just like, ah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> They're like dummies together. I love it. I love when they put Rachel with them. Or like, um, just as a giant yeah, kid. Yeah, or like uh, when they're at the paleontologist symposium or whatever. And, and, and Ross Doody. is like homo. Doody. Yeah, or like homo erectus. Yes. <laughs> and Joey's laughing. And he's like, you said homo. And Rachel's like, I got erectus. Like, you know, like. <laughs> <I> know. <laughs> Yep. yep. Speaking of that too, look how badly she didn't want the responsibility of being a mother on her own that she was willing to marry Joey who she knew had feelings for her, who mm-hmm. she knew that was a bad idea. She still wanted Ross, but Ross wasn't manning up for that, and she was like, "Okay, I guess let's just do this thing." <laughs> Meanwhile, what's Joey going to provide for you? <laughs> well, I mean, he was an actor. He's got money hmm. at that point, but And if he loves He's a her, dum-dum. if he loves her, that provides something too. <laughs> And he was good with the baby. Like, yeah, love. All right. <laughs> Fine. That's important, I guess. <laughs> my my Rachel Joey hating. Is it coming out? Is yes. It coming a little bit? Yes, it is. <laughs> I, hate, I hate that idea. 
they are such good friends. They are such good friends. And they make great friends and they get each other. It didn't need to be more than that. Like, they're, two pretty people don't need to be together romantically. Their like, little just let soap opera shenanigans are so, like, those are the funniest, some of the funniest moments <laughs> in the show. <laughs> when she's on set. How invested she gets yeah. in it, right? Because she loves, go- yeah. she loves drama. Or like, um, just- or um, when Joey's been having that secret party. And he he's like, I haven't been able to tell the others because they'll be they'll be all weird around soap actor, actress stars. And she's like, Why didn't you tell me? You know, I love the shit. And he's like, I was lying. You're the worst one. Like, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, can't bring her anywhere. <laughs> it's funny that like I don't think that Rachel is a good person, and yet I love her so much. I know. <laughs> yeah, like I she's really do. It's it's in a different way, Ross. I'm going to say this for Rachel, too, and this doesn't excuse it, but I also think Rachel is kind of oblivious to her bad parts. Like, I don't think she really gets that they're the worst, you know? Or, like, they're pointed out to her, and she's like, I don't get why you... She has an ego about it. They're returning gifts. Right. Right, right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's like... Isn't it better to get something that I I can use? Or she, like... credit? And I wasn't going to tell you, so... Or she... she like applies it to the other person right she's like um mm-hmm. like when she loses the earring again she's like oh, that's not really bad it's because of monica's weird like thing with controlling everything you know <laughs> like, like right <laughs> she's i look you can make the argument that because joey can be so selfish and joey has taken so much money and shit from his friends like he's not necessarily a good person either or you can make the argument that like monica's a control freak and kind of like really unfair sometimes and the competition thing is annoying and like you can make an argument for any of them not being good people but they are caricatures and exaggerations (laughs) so I I was telling I don't know if we were recording when I said it I always think that people are like your your two friends smashed together because they're so specific yeah they're such specific characters you can't be like oh I'm exactly like Rachel but like you're not into fashion you you can't like you're a mix of at least two of them because they're so exaggerated and everything. So even if they do bad things sometimes, or even if maybe you wouldn't be their friend, I love all six of them. <clears throat> I would be their friends even if you think they're bad people. <laughs> oh, I'm friends with tons of bad people. Yeah, I was going to say, you? I don't know if anybody isn't at least a little bit of a bad person. Or a little seems, bad. Or seems like a bad person to at least somebody in the world, you know? Exactly. Yeah. True that. I don't know. I, I there's a lot of friends backlash these days, guys. A lot. Friends oh, well, some of it like, unwarranted. It's, a, it's an outdated okay? show. Like uh, some sure. of it unwarranted, though. No, that's fine. Those are fair critiques. To say like it's just not funny, you're wrong. Yes, it's very funny. It's hilarious. And you like Seinfeld? <laughs> and you're telling me Friends is not funny? Are we speaking directly to Lauren here, or no? Or no. no. Okay. People. I'm like okay because I'm about to like Lauren. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, Lauren doesn't have any strong feelings about Friends. Mm. <laughs> I, I don't love it I don't hate it it's just a, it's a good TV show you didn't love it it's it's fine it's a good I like watched you the, blew through it you were looking forward I to watch don't to. lie to it me it was an assignment don't lie to <sighs> me don't you lie to me I don't like if I had hated it I would have had to slog through it and I like I did it fine so I like it but I'm not like I probably am not going to watch it again for a very long time <laughs> I'm but definitely going to watch it again when we turn this off. <laughs> right, same. <laughs> I'm gonna put it on. May, look, Trisha, maybe you have to be like raised on it. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Are you a Buffy fan? No, nope, never watched it. 
Okay. I watched the movie. I, I think oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think Buffy's one of those things too. I think a lot of the more dated shows, like if they didn't get you at a certain age, it's hard to get into it later. And I can see if like if you've never seen Friends before and you're a person of this time, like sure. like a Gen Z person, and you put it on, you're like, this is not funny. <laughs> like maybe, but I don't know. I think a lot of it stands the test of time. A lot of the jokes are just very funny. I agree. And the actors are very good. Yeah, yeah. I love I love it. Like it does there's I was gonna say there's no episodes that I skip, but there are some that I don't like. But yeah. I could still watch them. Same. <laughs> Me too. I skip a lot of Joey and Rachel stuff. Sorry. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> don't blame you. I don't know, man. It's like watching a brother and sister. It freaks me out. I don't like it. I don't like it. Lauren, did you um did you like Monica and Chandler better than Rachel and Ross? Yes. <sighs> You're a youngin, I guess. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're just so healthy. It's, oh, no. <laughs> Are they? No. <laughs> they're they're insecure weirdos. It's great. I really liked Monica and Richard too. Okay. I did too. I really did too. We said Richard's Gryffindor? Yeah. That's so funny. That's another one. Yeah. I we have like a serious lack of Ravenclaw Gryffindor uh relationships, which I'm always looking for because I'm like, that's me and my husband. And uh yeah, I can see the Chandler Monica parallels. <laughs> I can definitely see it. Just extreme, right? I, I'm not quite as self-deprecating as Chandler. He's not quite as neurotic as Monica, but they're there. Yeah, <laughs> the house patterns. Are you there. know what I'm thinking too, actually, Rachel. As we talk more about this, because I always mm-hmm. mention this too that Gryffindors build their life out of like around a specific trauma or whatever. Rachel's mm-hmm. trauma isn't really trauma, is it? Like, no. she didn't marry Barry. <laughs> and that's kind of where her life, her, what was her life was built around. Her, um, her trauma is when she left him at the wedding. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm she saying. And it's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's not really debilitating. Like, you know, no, but like she has like, um, a harsh family dynamic. Her mm-hmm. sisters are complete bitches. Her father's horrible. Her mother's kind of horrible, too, in her own way. So she's got her own shit going on that she needs to combat. And as she grows up, she, she learns to deal with them. In a much more healthy way. Rachel grows up a lot by the end. Yeah, she does. She really does. But she's still a baby. They never really get into, like, how Monica and Rachel were friends in high school, right? Because that shouldn't work. I mean, I think that speaks to Rachel a bit, too, doesn't it? That she was a popular girl and she and she was and she was genuinely friends with Monica. Like, it wasn't wasn't a joke. Yeah. Right. They were just best friends. See, she's not a bad person. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I really love them all. Best show ever. I really like, I just, I could watch it over and over. I really could. It's sick. Sick. But I'm really happy that we did this. Me too. Very happy to talk about this. Friends again. Well, you can't. What are you going to do? Yeah, I know. There's nobody else. (laughs) I'm so sad. (laughs) Did we talk about Mike? He's a no. Ravenclaw. We talked about yeah. him a little bit last <laughs> time, right? Yeah. I think he's a Ravenclaw. But look, he, him and Phoebe are very well matched. Oh, yeah. Very well matched. He wants to live authentically, too. Yeah. 
Wasn't he a lawyer and he wanted yeah, to play piano? Yeah, he quit to play yeah. piano. Come on. Yeah. Want to live authentically, baby. Yeah, and he baby. brought her to his parents' house where they're like richy rich snob snobs. And he tells off those people that are visiting. He's like, you guys are boring. I never liked you. And like, you better yeah. like Phoebe. And then he leaves. <laughs> like, he leaves. Yeah. So good. He's definitely a Ravenclaw. That's so funny. <laughs> He's a great character. Oh, man. Yeah. Where'd we put Janice? I can't remember. <laughs> where did we put her, Lauren? I don't think we did, but... Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> hold on. Janice is very oblivious, okay? That's, like, her first, her first and foremost character. I mean, I think she's a Gryffindor, but... <laughs> face. We're destined for each other, Chandler Bing. I'll always come back to you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my bingling. <laughs> like a foghorn. <laughs> Janice. <laughs> um, yeah, she might be. <laughs> I don't know. I think she doesn't care that nobody likes her, though, which. Does she not care or does she not know? Does she not know? Yeah. Maybe she doesn't know. You're right. She probably doesn't. She's very oblivious. <laughs> she keeps getting these men. So, like, she, she <laughs> I don't think she. <laughs> And Anyone she, else? yeah, no, she's she has to be oblivious because the whole wedding thing. When she's like, "You think I'm part of your family?" <laughs> she, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I think we might have said she might have been a Hufflepuff, but now I'm thinking about it more. I think she's a Gryffindor. She can't be. She doesn't care about belonging anywhere. She floats <laughs> all the time. Um, quick, speed sort Gunther. <laughs> <laughs> I don't we don't really know. About, yeah. Yeah. We don't know a lot about Just Gunther that he's in Bob. love with Rachel and he hates Ross <laughs> because of it. And like, yeah, he really does. Anybody else? I don't, we're going to close the book and then I'm going to like remember someone I wanted to say and I'm going to feel bad. Hmm. Mm. Nah. I don't know that there's anyone else like super, super. Probably not. <laughs> the, they, they were pretty much the. Ross is parents were on <laughs> frequently but oh god <laughs> they had some of my favorite funny episodes though they were in some they of my are favorite very funny. ones mm-hmm. they are very funny oh my god i was happy to see them at the reunion in the crowd i was like oh me too mom and dad oh they were so cute yeah lauren watch that reunion okay i will you gotta do it man i will i only watched it once i should watch it again me too it was, it was very good. It was a lot. It was a lot of emotions. I cried constantly. <laughs> constantly. Oh, what a weird, like, I don't know. They exist in my head. And I don't know if it's because of the ages they were when they filmed it. But they're always those ages to me. Always. Like, I think of Jennifer Ann. Jennifer Ann has been in a million things since then. And she, of course, looks different now. And she still looks like Rachel Green to me in 2004. Yeah. Like, I can't. David Schwimmer, all of them. Even like, um, I just, I wanted to go see Scream and I saw Courtney Cox and I was like, oh, Courtney Cox. I, I don't imagine this one. Like I, they're frozen in time for me. You know how I said, <laughs> oh, go ahead. I was going to say, it's just because we've watched it so many times yeah. that like, that's just burned in our brain. It's burned in. Yeah. It's kind yeah, of it like really watching is. like <laughs> Supernatural. Like if you go back to like the earlier episodes yeah. and they yeah. look like babies and you're like, oh my God. Then like you rewatch it all and you don't notice them aging. Right. It's one of those things. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You remember how I said well, um, after I watched Always Sunny again, I was suddenly attracted to Rob? 
like I wasn't before in any way. Right. And now I, um, this Rob time around. Benedict? No. <laughs> um, oh, uh, like Rob who? Rob McElly, Ellen, I can never say his last name. At McElly. I say McElhenney. McElhenney, okay. What's he he's, in? He's in uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and he's also in this show called Mythic Quest. Um, hmm, okay. You might have seen him hanging around <laughs> with Ryan Reynolds because uh, they own a soccer team together. Uh, <laughs> so Ryan Reynolds is always talking to him. But, um, but, um, so I was attracted to him. Like I never had been before and I rewatched it and I was like, wow. And I found myself doing that this time with Matthew Perry, but it was very specific seasons. <laughs> it was like, I was not into Matthew him. Matthew Perry had a like, yeah, I know. Drug problem. I know. So he, well, his yes, like, I know. he fluctuated. No. Yeah. But well, I, I don't know what you know. Cause you didn't grow up. I, I told don't know you, you know. the last episode that I had learned all that stuff. But, um, okay. Yeah. After he got with Monica, I wasn't super attracted to him. <laughs> like right before that point, <laughs> and as it was happening, <laughs> I was pretty into him. Uh, see, I like I like him as he gets older. Okay. No, I, I don't. And I was never attracted to Joey. Mm-mm. Me neither. Just he was like the hearthrob. Like, weirdly, mm-hmm. everyone. Like, I just. No. Me neither. I thought the women won on that show. It All was, three of them are really beautiful. It was so fucking. <laughs> this fucking odd thing in the, the Thanksgiving episode. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what drives me crazy is that it works. Like, they're not like humoring him. They're like. <laughs> Oh my god! When you said the eye thing, I remembered Rachel with the <laughs> eye drops. That was one of my favorite episodes too. Oh yeah! And they just want to do the eye puffer thing, and they're like, and the eye doctor is like, yeah. "Okay, that's fine. We'll see you back here in six weeks and fit you for a glass eye." Your <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> irrational fear of the swings. Yes, <laughs> Emma on the swing. She's like, "Oh, look at the little daredevil!" <laughs> I love little details like that because they're so real. They like, are. They're so random and they're so real. Like your hate yeah. of pilgrims is like so random, but like that's yeah. what makes you a specific like you. You know what I mean? And I love when they Sadly. include <laughs> include things like that about characters. Oh, me too. Makes them very. They had a very good writers team. Mm-hmm. And I loved in the reunion watching that, like talk about how they came to each actor and how they each got the part and how they worked with them. It was so. Oh, well, that was so that was so well done. Like, I don't know if you watched the Harry Potter reunion. I can't remember if we talked about it. I haven't watched it yet. You compare the two. It's like, no, that one wasn't done well. The uh, Friends one was like meant to grab you by the soul. I disagree with Like, Rachel. you remember this? What? Rachel didn't like the Harry Potter one because it was too sad. I was like, that is a sad movie. No, it was <laughs> too technical and British and too serious and about art, uh, the art of acting. And I don't care. I want to know about the people. Like, Emma Watson was the best part. Because she was the only one fucking emoting. And Daniel Radcliffe a little Rupert bit. Rupert did too. Okay. <laughs> Rupert's in the new show I'm watching, Servant. Ooh. He's very good in it. I saw a sex scene. Didn't love it. Don't want to see Ron Weasley have sex. You're always Ron Weasley. I'm so sorry. I think that's fair. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. We've got two Ravenclaws, one Slytherin? Yep. Two Gryffindors, one Hufflepuff. Two Gryffindors, one Hufflepuff. Damn, that's what makes a good cast, people. Writers, listen up when you're writing an ensemble cast. Throw your token Hufflepuff in with the rest of the mess. The token Hufflepuff. <laughs> you got a, you got a winning, a winning show. You know, winning I, combo. I don't know. Like <laughs> it's specific to shows too, right? Because I think it's freaking hilarious how Community doesn't have a Gryffindor. <laughs> There's no Gryffindor oh, to be man. found in Greendale, but. <laughs> They can't have a, vo- a a moral voice, a true moral voice. All of them are, all of them can be like bought in one way or manipulated. Yeah, but only like, Sunny has a Gryffindor, and she's not the moral voice. Like she, 
she Lauren, that's not fair. She tried to be so much. That's not even fair. D tried. There's only so many times you call dumb bird. She drags the waitress. She drags the waitress into the Irish swamp. <laughs> I can't. Can you imagine the sweet deification of Rachel Green? Like if they push her enough and she loses enough in life. Rachel Green could go full right side if you push her far enough. <laughs> Whereas I think Chandler could only get pushed more to the left. Like, I think you could only just get him more down and More sad about and himself, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so funny. Well, I, I, like we've said it a million times, we love this show. Uh, we hope you enjoyed listening to this. Trisha, we, this was so fun. Please come back for something else. Yes, and Fine. We need, <laughs> we need Trisha to promote herself because we forgot last. Week. Please do. Tell us where we can find you. Oh, um, I am on Twitter <laughs> too much. Um, my handle is Rainbow's DL. And, uh, Cute. Yeah. Do you have any you want like, people to work check that out? you want to promote, like things you work on, hobbies, anything like that? Nah. <laughs> She's like, no. <laughs> nah. She just did the very Ravenclaw. I don't actually need your feedback. Well, no, like, you find, like, if people want to find me, they'll find me on Twitter. And, <laughs> All right. and then, like, it's not like I'm shy about anything else. So everything yeah. you ever want to know about me will be on Twitter. <laughs> I'm looking at her with this blue in her hair. Saying these very Ravenclaw <laughs> things, and I've just never seen such a ray like, <laughs> on this show. Amazing, amazing! I love it. She's <laughs> wearing a Slytherin shirt, though. You, David? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll did you get to listen to our Slytherin. our Shit's Creek episode yet? I did not listen to any yet. No. Okay. But you said Alexis is Slytherin. Yeah, yeah. I could see it. You, David. <laughs> you, David. <laughs> yeah. Another show I will watch on repeat for all of time. Yeah. It's a good show. It's a good yeah. show. Lauren said I was like Alexis, and then she was like, "But then I thought more about it. <laughs> You're actually more like Moira." And I was like, "I really don't know how to be take this as insulting because it's not really a compliment. They're really ridiculous, but it also really is." What's David? He's a Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. <laughs> I didn't know if we wanted to spoil it. Well, I mean, everybody yeah, else has heard the. Trisha's being spoiled. I am, Everybody going, else. I am gonna listen to the Patrick's a Ravenclaw. Yeah, so is Stevie. I can see it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I just forget her. Oh. <laughs> sorry. I don't like Shit's Creek that much. I'm so sorry. Oh, that's okay. Everybody has their flaws. There's not enough drama for her. Um Yeah, I need bad people. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Bring the drama. Bring the gusset <laughs> to me. <laughs> I won't spread it around. Only to Lauren. <laughs> And then what she does with it, you know, (laughs) nothing until there's something to be done. Oh, no, that was so threatening. Oh, no, the Slytherin Slytherin came out. (laughs) My goodness. All right. Well, thank you again for being here. If as she said, if you want to find her, you will. Yeah, you'll make it happen. And seriously, tell us another show. We can get yeah. that ball rolling. I will think. Okay. You can think about it. You yeah, know, you don't you have to say it right now. <laughs> <laughs> but if you ever want to come back for a fun two-hour conversation to discuss media. <laughs> we do that. We're here. Yeah. <laughs> you can go back for Supernatural one. We're going to revisit characters at some point. Cool. We have that coming yeah, up. We're doing Crowley, Rowena, and oh. um, somebody else. Mm. Bobby. Bobby? Okay. Probably. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I have no idea. 
it's either him or Chuck or somebody, but you know. Oh Christ. I think we are doing a villains episode, aren't we? <laughs> <Christ>. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> All right, guys. We are here bi-weekly every Tuesday morning at like five o'clock in the morning, and uh we'll be there for you. There for us too. Give us five stars on Apple. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Sort of Brilliant. If our sorting choices inspired any rage or excitement, we'd love to hear from you. We're open to feedback, suggestions for characters to sort, and solid counter-arguments with citations. Never forget your citations. You can find us hanging out on Twitter and Instagram at SOB underscore pod, or shoot us an email at sortofbrilliant at gmail.com. And since we're not above begging, please rate and subscribe to Sort of Brilliant on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Please share our posts on social media. And if you're a Gryffindor, maybe you'll inspire sorting fights among your own friend group. The theme music is Hot Shot by Scott Holmes. Can't wait to sort with you again next time. Bye.